This is Marty Shupak, and welcome to Jets Rewind. I'm joined by Ray Clifford from Marysville, Ohio. Ralph Sharega has the night off. It's Monday, October 19th, 2020. Um, and it's, uh, we're recording this at 717. Ray, how you doing? Oh, doing good. Yeah, that was a, uh, it's just going to be a, a regular ordeal now, like every Sunday. <laughs> It's just let's commiserate about what happened. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. I, I just don't want to go over every scoring play. The Jets lost twenty-four nothing. Uh, it was virtually over in the first quarter when they scored a touchdown. <laughs> they scored a touchdown in the first quarter. They scored two touchdowns in the second quarter, and um, they hit a field goal in the third quarter, and that was a score of twenty-four nothing. I actually think they could have scored a lot more, Ray. Um, and then yeah. the, actually at the very end, if you, for people that watch it too, it came in. Yeah. That was actually kind of nice. I, I liked that they did that. I had yeah. no problem with them doing that. And I had no problem with them having them throw a pass. He, you know, he wasn't trying to score. It was just, you know, why just bring him in if he's just going to hand the ball off. So they let him go in, get a pass, kind of feel what it was like. It was nice. Yeah. I thought it was good. And I, I'm not, I'm not insulted that he threw a pass at all. No, not at all. I think it's good. Uh, anyway, I just want to go over a few things um, on, I guess it was the first or second play of the game. Uh, they tried to air it out to Perryman and Ray. I, I know Flacco didn't have a good game, but to me, it looked like Perryman. He turned too soon and he slowed up too soon. And I think, think if he kept running and turned when he was supposed to the ball was right there uh yeah. did you um go ahead well i mean i know because i because of my stream that i had to use i uh, missed the first one and they, they underthrew him by a bit on one before that and uh but the second one it just seemed like uh that yeah perryman just kind of let up and gave up a little i don't know if he gave up but just i don't know if he didn't think he was going to throw it to him or something but if he'd have just kept running and and really he he's not slow if he'd have just gone i think it was uh it would have maybe turned into a, a big play but you know he didn't and that's not the first time we've seen that this year either so, no and there the absolutely no highlights i made a couple of notes uh first uh quarter Blake Cashman, actually, he made a nice special teams tackle. He got down the field. Uh, yep. Quinton Williams, I thought, had some pretty good uh, penetration. Uh, Vincent Smith, a disaster, Ray. I mean, he had a penalty. I think it could have been the opening kickoff. And then when they punted, he was down there. And he was, like, watching the ball. When you get down there, you have to get in front of the ball by the goal line, turn your back, and follow the ball. Even if it's in yeah. the air, that ball went in for a touchback. It should have been down within the five-yard line. Yeah. He, he got – and maybe he just didn't know where the ball was coming down, but he, he was too close. I mean, as soon as that hit, it bounced by him. But if he'd have been – you know, he was out around the four or five, I want to say. If he was back around the one or two, he would have had some room to, you know, play it for whatever way it moved on a hop. But where he – where he was standing when the ball hit, it just took a little bit of a sideways bounce and went by him real fast. He he just got too close. And I don't know if that was because he, he didn't think it was going to go that far. But if he'd have 
played it right, he'd have gone down to about the one and turned around there and waited. Yeah, that's the plan. And again, I, I don't want to blame – you know, we Just give the play. players too much of a pass. Yeah. But there, there's – Mike Westhoff, he was such a detailed special teams guy. Yeah. And I don't think something like that happens with Mike Westhoff even though I think Brent Boyer is, is a good coach. So, you know, I just yeah, want to... I mean, the only part of that I always say is I don't know, you know, I don't know what the coaches said to him during the week, how they, how they practice it. So I don't know if he didn't get told. Once they get on the field, it's up to them to do what they're told. And I don't know if uh, he just wasn't coached well enough or if he just made a bonehead play. But he, yeah. missed, he, he just misplayed how to play it. Yeah. I made a note in the first – quarter that the Jets couldn't stop the run. Uh, no. It was it was nuts. Um, 91 missed a tackle right in front of him. Was that Basham? I thought Basham was 93. Or maybe he is. And, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to start looking it up. But, but anyway, yeah. um, Barrios made a nice play. He, he yep. was sandwiched between two defenders <laughs> and he kind oh, of ducked. Yeah. And, and, he ducked and they hit each other off of him. Yeah, that, that reminded me of uh, many Patriot plays, right, Ray? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I thought, even though Flacco had a terrible game in the first quarter, he he looks so much more settled than um, Sam when he's in there. Um, he But he's as exciting as wallpaper, to be honest with you. <laughs> and it drove me nuts on third down. There was a misstep to him. You remember that play? Oh yeah, he went up to make a audible call of some kind or a some kind of call. He he was stepping up to, you know, so the lineman I think could hear him and and uh, <laughs> they snapped it. So, you know, right. And the penalties just keep piling up. They in the first quarter had four penalties, thirty-seven yards, and um, the other thing was there was a nice play. It was a crossing pattern where I, I think he might have thrown it to Crowder, but of course, Ryan Griffin gets called for offensive pass interference. Remember and that? It was. Yeah. It, it was. It, it absolutely was. Yeah. And like um, said he was supposed to kind of just do a rub on him, and he and he flat out picked him. It was. Yeah. It was, it was the right call. Yeah. The second quarter, they they scored two touchdowns. I mean, there were there. It was so uneventful. It was just unbelievable. Uh, there was a face mask penalty on um, uh, Williamson, yeah. which is too bad because uh, Avery Williamson, I thought he played a great game, but he had a couple of penalties. Yeah. And I thought Brian Poole made a, um, a very good interception. Ray, any thoughts, more thoughts on the uh, second quarter or the first half in general? Um, I mean, I think – I think I feel like I say it every week. I think we had our chances to do some things, but we just seem to make that one play or get that one penalty that just bites us in the ass and 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 kills drives. And and uh, it seemed like that was the case again on this one. Either kills drives or when we're on defense extends drives. And you know, it just seemed it seemed like the, a lot of the same same stuff that we've been seeing all year. Yeah, and I don't want to go through the whole uh, second half, but I'll tell you some of my notes, and you could react. Um, Joe Flacco had a 28-yard sack. Yeah. That was like 
<laughs> I mean, I was on the phone with <laughs> you. So and you, classic, yes. you, you, you were like laughing. It was just unbelievable. It was, well, we looked like we had finally in at least ranged to do a field goal and get on the board. It was, are we going to get a few yards or even get a first down or extend the drive? We went from, I think we were on their 36 or 32. <laughs> By the time he got done running backwards and, and, finally getting tackled we were well within our own territory and yeah that was our best scoring opportunity other than the missed field goal and um, remind me to tell you i want to get into this article on yahoo about the jets and adam gase uh the by the way you said there was a kickoff and it bounced off the chest it was vincent smith it was okay okay so i wasn't sure who they had back there because i know they had uh p ryan back there last game and i didn't really like no that. they had this guy um I believe it's uh, Ty Johnson, which I have him down the list. He did some good things. Yeah. So, Vincent Smith, I never liked him. Um, I don't know what to say about him. Chris Herndon, there were 44. He was in the game for 44 snaps. Guess how many times he was targeted? Zero. I didn't hear his name. Yeah. He was targeted zero times. And I don't know if that's because Flacco doesn't look for him or if – he doesn't, you know, because I don't remember him being a factor anywhere on the field. Yeah. Um, I mentioned uh, Avery Williamson had 11 solo tackles along with his two penalties, but he was active. You know, Sutton Ray, I think I mentioned it today. This guy, linebacker Bush, is out for the year for the Steelers. Yep. If I'm the Steelers, I call the Jets like yesterday – and offer him like a third or fourth round pick for Williamson. I think he'd be terrific on a team like that. Well, if we're going to do a fire sale, that's one of our commodities that would actually get something back for us. And and I'd uh, I'd welcome it. I mean, I'm at a point now where you know the the seasons as far as playoffs is long gone. Um, zero and six now, but even at zero and five, we weren't we were a super long shot to even get a shot at the playoffs, which was not going to happen. So if, if they're looking at rebuilding, then, you know, now's the time to just get what we can for some guys and tear it all down and, and, and let's start, you know, start fresh. The, the question still in my mind is going to be, you know, are we hanging on to Sam or are we trading away that number one pick and, collecting more picks and uh, trying to rebuild, you know, just fill more spots. You know, either way works for me, but we need to know. I, I, don't, I don't think Sam's future is with the Jets, to be very honest. I don't think it will be either, but. I, I like the kid. I don't think they're going to, you know, if, even if for some reason, if uh, Trevor Lawrence balks and they take this guy, let's say Trey Lance, the guy from North Dakota State, yeah, to have a chance to rewind – you, a rookie quarterback contract, this general manager will take advantage of that in, in a snap as far as I'm yeah. concerned. So probably I, will. I mean, Sam will have to show him a lot to, to, for them to stick with him, I think. So, but he hasn't, yeah. you know, let's see if we ever get a f- healthy lineup. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> Just true. one game. I want to see a, a healthy lineup. One time all year. I don't care. 
know who it is, but I don't want to blow the number one pick in doing so. So no, we're we're going to get to that too. Uh, I mentioned Brian Poole's interception. Talk about interceptions. I'll just get to Marcus May had an interception on his on his, on his butt, mirror. which was, a, which was <laughs> maybe we can talk ball. about the butt interception I, instead of the butt fumble. Right. Over here. Yeah. <laughs> I think Marcus May might be on the market to be traded, Ray. Too. Yeah, you've got to keep some pieces. You got to keep somebody somewhere. I mean, we can't have to refill every spot on the roster. I, I like Marcus May. He's no Jamal Adams, but we got to keep somebody. And Avery Williamson, the reason I think he'd be okay to go is I'm not sure he fits a, you know, a, a lot of schemes. He's he's not a multi-dimensional linebacker. Um, and we have, uh, is it Copeland coming back next year? Um, so no, no Mosley. Mosley, I'm sorry. Yeah, Copeland's Copeland. with the Pats. Copeland. Yeah, Copeland. Copeland's gone. He's gone. Um, Mosley. You got to have something to build around. So you can't just get rid of everyone and have a bunch of second stringers as your starters, and then you're you're gonna have to fill 22 spots. But right, so, we we got that uh, all pro Ashton Davis. On this <laughs> okay, so we'll have two starters, Ooh. and then we got. I don't want to trade Quinn and Williams. I don't want to – obviously, I don't want to trade Mekhi Becton. He's – I think no, he will no. be no. – we need to fill the lineup. We need no. – uh, I can't I can't say anything about P. Ryan right now because there's no line to block for any running back, so I'm not going to go there. I don't know anything about Mims, but I think we still need another receiver or two. Um, so – we have plenty of spots we need to fill. We need to keep a few guys around. I know it's a very small sample size, but I wasn't crazy about the way P. Ryan hit the uh, hole, to be honest with you. But Me either, but, you know, it's – Yeah. Uh, know, I want to see guys behind a real line, a good line. Right. Kyle um, Phillips had two tackles, both mm-hmm. for losses. I don't know why we don't see more of him. And there was a Bryce Huff uh, sighting, Ray. He had his first sack of the year, which is good. <clears throat> And yeah, um, we we made some plays on defense. I mean, like you said, yeah. we had two picks, and the one pick by uh, Poole was really good. That was a great yeah. pick. He stretched out. Yeah, it was really neat. It was uh, quite the quite the athletic move by May to keep that ball off the ground at any yeah. angle he could find. So, and, and our best tackler on the team, Braden Mann, he punted <laughs> the ball ten times with an average of 46.2, which is like 462 yards. I know there are guys that have punted like 15 and 16 times, so he's not in that ballpark yet. But Yeah, but, he's having but a- I'll say, yeah. he, uh, you know, if, if he's your last line of defense, we've probably got the best one. <laughs> we've probably got the yeah. best the last hope on, in the league. He, he doesn't just kind of throw his body out there. He lays a hit on guys. Yeah. <laughs> No, He's had right. two of the best tackles we've had all year. Absolutely. He's like the anti-Gary uh, Premium, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, also, I made a note that uh, this guy, Ty Johnson, had three rushes for 30, 42 yards, but I think one was like 37 yards. He went around the left side. He looked like he had some giddy up. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll keep an eye on that guy. Uh, Ray, there was – we spoke about it briefly, but – uh, our defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, suddenly threw our coach uh, under the bus. And how, how does that sit 
with you. I mean, is, is it just a sign of frustration all the way around? Or do you think he's looking to get fired or what? I think, well, two things. One of, was that I think he is frustrated. I think everybody's frustrated. I don't think anybody thought it would be this bad. The other thing I, you know, and, and despite what is being said, I don't think he threw him under the bus. I think he defended himself a little where people, people are pointing to the defense and saying you're losing by this many. And I think he was right what he said. I don't, you know, you can't leave your defense on the field. It's not, you know, all the defense. I mean, if you can't generate any offense, your defense better be pretty darn good or they're going to get worn out eventually. And ours is getting worn out a lot. I mean, yeah. we're on the field. I mean, I, I haven't looked at numbers, but I would be willing to bet our defense is probably putting the most minutes on the field of pretty much any team in the league right now because we are just there all the time. And, and the frustrating part is they play good enough to get teams into third downs. They aren't getting beat like – in two minute drives for 80 yards, they're getting beat on eight minute drives and, you know, seven, eight, nine minute drives that are wearing them out. And, but they can't get that third down stop or they get a penalty. And so they just continue to go. Yeah. He, he's not free of blame, but I don't blame him for what he said. He's not, it's not just the defense. There's a lot more to it. Absolutely right. And uh, by the way, did the, I didn't really follow him closely. Um, any thoughts? Did Lamar Jackson show anything today? I didn't see it. I mean, he was on the field. Yeah. I don't think he was getting burned, if that's, you know, any consolation. But um, I still think he's, you know, a guy, again, to keep around, to build with and to work on. And he's He's one of the best ones to have around. He's not costing a lot, us a lot on the cap. He shows a lot of potential. I think he's very coachable, and he might be a guy that, you know, down the road is very much a, a guy who may, may never be a stud, but it'll be a, a solid DB for you for years, and we need that. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Ray, there was a – somebody sent me a link today, one of our listeners. Uh, there was an article on Yahoo Sports, and – the article basically was saying how the Jets are doing a brilliant job <laughs> keeping Adam Gase so they could lock up Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And they said they will never fire this guy this year with a guy like Lawrence there. And then I heard on the radio that there was another similar article to that in the Miami Herald that said that they're a little nervous there. They don't want the Jets – to get Trevor Lawrence after putting up with Brady for 20 years. So as Ralph said, the last two shows and as frustrating it is for uh, jet fans out there, we, if we want Trevor Lawrence and if he's going to any chance of him playing for the jets, we have to keep Adam Gase as quarterback. Your thoughts, Ray, as well, a coach, head coach, but I don't want him to bring somebody in and, and win like three games and end up with the third or fourth pick. I think, you know, if we go on 16, we go on 16. I think this team will pull out a win somewhere. Maybe when we get healthy, I still think we will. But, you know, if we don't, we don't. But um, I think he'll get fired. I, I just do. I think that uh, not – for any other reason than these losses are all huge losses. None of them are 
I mean, we kept a little bit competitive with Denver, and I think right. that's the only game. Right. They're all 20-plus point losses or right around 20 points or more. And after a while, even if, you know, even if you know he's going to go, at some point I think the Johnsons are just going to say, we got to pull the plug. But real, really, I don't see the point of firing him just to fire him. And that's what right now they – I mean, if they thought they could turn things around by changing coaches, I could see doing it. That's we're, – we're way past that point. So why bother? I mean, let them – let them stay there and really mess things up. I don't, you know, I don't really know what else to think, but I do think he'll get fired, though, the more I listen to it. I think the pressure from the media and the fan, you know, luckily, like Ralph said, luckily there are no fans in the stadium, but uh, I still think it's going to get to the Johnsons to the point of saying we got to pull the plug. How lucky, Ray, are the Johnsons, and we spoke about this briefly, that there are no fans this year because of the pandemic. <laughs> they... <laughs> they really pulled one out of the hat, you know what I mean? Well, I think uh, the other one that's happy is Dave Gettleman because everybody's so busy talking about Gase and the Jets that nobody talks about well, that, how bad the Giants that, are. That's true. <laughs> Interestingly, I was listening uh, Sunday morning to uh, Mike Tannenbaum. Uh, he, he's, he was on a show with uh, – her last name's Marks. I happen to like her. I forgot her first name. But anyway – he said there could be anywhere from like 11 to 14 teams that need quarterbacks next year. I was shocked. And he, start, he started yeah. naming teams. And he did name uh, Minnesota. He named Philadelphia. He named Washington. Um, he mentioned the Giants, the Jets. So, um, and I, I, he, I don't know if he mentioned it, but the, the Patriots got to be in there too, right? I would think so, but um, – and the question's going to be, if Lawrence says he won't play for the Jets, then, you know, you got to field calls and, and see what your offer is and, and take the – but, you know, that that's a plus for us, really. I mean, if it was just us and one or two other teams that needed quarterbacks, you're not going to get a big bidding war. But if you got eight, ten teams that all – could use a quarterback, a franchise quarterback. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna start bidding against each other, and we're gonna get quite a haul for him if if he won't come to us. And like Ralph says, if he does come to us, we've still because of the Jamal Adams trade and other stuff, we've got plenty of picks besides that number one to fill some other holes too. So we're in a we're really as long as we don't blow it and win three games, we're in a great spot either way. Yeah, Ray, you know, I was watching uh, part of the Giant game yesterday. You know who looked good for them? Take a guess. For the Giant? Oh, yeah, uh, defense. Leonard Williams. Leonard, yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had a sack. He had a couple of pressures. Yeah, good. He was, he was active. He looked Let really him good. Him. <laughs> I mean, you know, he he didn't look like tremendous, but I'll tell you who looks good. Uh, this guy, defensive lineman, Payne. P-A-Y-N-E on the Redskins. He's oh. from Alabama, too. He came out a year before uh, uh, Queen Williams. Boy, that guy's some player. He stuffs up the line and, and, and everything. But anyway, Ray, uh, we're going to go over on Thursday. We're playing, um, I think, Buffalo, who's losing right now. I think it's like 20 to 10. 
So um, anything else you want to add before we uh, sign off? I mean, uh, with this show, it be a little abbreviated show, but it's fine. Um, no, it's, it's really hard to, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to look for something positive to say at least a little bit so the whole show isn't a downer. But I think the only thing I can keep repeating is I want to see some of these guys who like Mims who haven't even seen the field yet, what they can do if we're ever a healthy team, I'd be interested to see if we could actually do anything. I do think we'll win a game at some point, surprise somebody and win a game. I'm just not sure, you know, who yeah. or when. There was, there's a couple of positive things. I mean, Bryce Huff, Marcus May interception, Braden Mann, Ty Johnson run. Um, A.B. Williamson was active, but there wasn't a whole lot. And, and uh, of course, they could, have, they could have run up the score more. That was my feeling, too, as far as the Dolphins. All right, listen, we're going to be on the air again, I guess, Thursday night for uh, Ray Clifford and Marty Shupak and uh, Jets Rewind. Until next time.